Today, we are talking about herbs and plants. Woo-hoo! You sound like really excited. I am. <laughs> well, you know, you know, dear listener, um, so we are talking about plants and herbs, something that Empress Shoshana does not know about. Um, if you want to know how to murder a plant, I got you. I'm Witchy. And I'm Woo. Welcome to the Witchy and Woo podcast with your hosts, Aunt Carla and Emperor Shoshana. Join us each episode as we conjure up conversations about magic, lore, energy, and more. All right, we're back. Woohoo! All right, Emperor Shoshana. Today we are talking about herbs and plants. Woohoo! Woohoo! You sound like really excited. Well, you know, know, dear listener, um, so we are talking about plants and herbs, something that Empress Shoshana does not know about. Um, If you want to know how to murder a plant, I got you. But um, we're going to leave this over to Aunt Carla, so turning it to you. All right. Okay. So as some of you know, I have just started gardening, and it seems such a weird thing for me because I was never into gardening or planting things like that was never my thing but I think also like the pandemic kind of got us uh, a lot of people you know were home and they got into the idea of oh I want to grow some plants and I think I was one of those people but by the time it came up in my mind as an idea I went and ordered some seeds but and, and I might have picked up some plants like from the grocery store and my seeds never arrived like they like everyone and their brother apparently were buying yeah so i I never grew anything from seeds and by the end of summer fall um most of oh and actually especially winter when i brought my rosemary plant inside the house everything had died (laughs) but this isn't a, a, a gardening podcast today as much as how I want to talk about how herbs and plants fit into my magical practice and how I got into gardening in the first place because of my magical practice. Mm -hmm. So up until, I don't know, I mean, I lived in New York City for about 24 years, which is a really long time considering. And in in the the little room that I rented from my roommate, um, there was not there was no light. I did not have a plant. I'd never had any plants before. I was never attracted to plants. But, you know, I did do spells from time to time. And if I did, I would use you know, dried stuff from the grocery store. You know, you can go go to the grocery store and get all kinds of, you get cinnamon and rosemary and, you know, you get like anything from McCormick's or if you go to a, uh, any kind of, like I lived in um, Washington Heights, which is a Dominican neighborhood. So there's all kind of uh, like Hispanic grocery stores that would also have spices and, and herbs and you could buy them in small, small quantities so those definitely made their way to my spells and you know that was really great but i moved to westchester new york (laughs) and there were trees and plants and Mm. all kinds of stuff and i started seeing wildflowers and i was just so curious about this new world and i was in i was definitely very involved with instagram at the time and a lot of you know our, our witchy friends were they were either sharing things from the witch's year you know and and each sabbath would have a different altar and and those different altars would feature whatever uh whatever plants and flowers were in bloom or in season so i would see things like the sides of the road and i was like oh i know what that is because so and so is growing it or the first time we had all these dandelions in the yard which like right now we do as well but seeing dandelions and and seeing all these people on ig talking about things to to do with dandelion dandelion tea and dandelion wine and here the different honey or something like that yeah yeah and all different kinds of spells and stuff and i was like i have dandelions in my yard i could do that (laughs) and then um the grocery stores that i was shopping at they had fresh 
uh, you could buy fresh herbs. Like you could buy like a small packet of rosemary. So I started buying um, fresh herbs. So I bought like a small pack of fresh herbs and there's nothing like it. Like once you've gone to start, once you've started using fresh herbs, it, it, it has a different kind of quality. I mean, it smells so great and it's beautiful and it's green. And then when you look at it later, what it looks like when it's in the McCormick's, McCormick's tin and it's dry, it's like, it's not the same. And, but they're very powerful still. Like, so if anyone is listening, I'm not saying you have to have fresh herbs, but I'd, I'd say like my awakening as, as a witch, spiritual person, whatever, green witch actually, um, kind of came to life because I now had access to fresh herbs and wildflowers and the seasons, like changes of the seasons, like granted, yes, I lived in New York City, so you still saw the changing of the seasons, but as far as seeing things like flowers, that was, that was like a new thing for me. So by the time I started teaching the herbal magic masterclass, I was really starting to think about, wouldn't it be cool if maybe I could grow my own herbs? Mm -hmm. Like how powerful would that be? I mean, it's one thing I imagine, you know, just to, to connect with the spirit of a plant, whether it's dry or fresh and add it to your spell, your ritual or, you know, whatnot. But what if you grew it from a seed and what if you, you know, had a relationship with this plant and imbued your intention into it and really got to know what it was like. I was like, I think I want to try that. Um, um, it was calling me. And I, I have to say, Shoshana, it, it totally surprised me. I did not see it coming, but my excuse is, you know, I'm, I'm 53. So that's, I think that's middle age. So that's the thing that middle-aged women do. I think they, they, they garden. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm blaming it on my age. Um, but then also it, it would come because you are a Capricorn. So, yeah. sign, so that is there. That is true. That is true. I am an earth sign. You're absolutely right. You're so earth sign. yes, because I also have Taurus moon. Yeah. Yes, there I go. And and my rising sign is Sagittarius. So I think that's where all like the candle magic comes from. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I definitely have a mix of, of earth and, and a little bit of fire. So I found myself this year getting ready or preparing myself because I did not want to get stuck without having seeds this year. Dang it. So <laughs> I started doing some research and reading books and looking online and, um, you know, finding out what are the things that I'm supposed to get. Oh, I got really lucky in that um, my husband has a friend who is a horticulturist, horticulturist, horticulturist. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Horticulturist um, for a museum. So, oh, so you wouldn't know this, but um unless you've seen my house, not just you, Shoshana, anybody who's listening or the little cottage where I live, we have these large garden beds in front. So it was kind of like they were calling to have plants in them. So since the last like land person, landlady, landlord, whatever was there, they have not really had a lot of work done to them, Mm -hmm. except for some irises that had been planted. So all we have are just, um, irises that are about to bloom at some point and a whole bunch of weeds. So I got it in my mind that this year we were going to grow or I was going to grow some plants. So um, I had the horticulturist come to our house. Like she was really sweet. Um, She just wanted, she wanted to look at, you know, see what we were working with. And I said, um, because she said planning is the last thing. She's like, planning is the, the icing on the cake. You need to know about the soil. How is the soil? What's the, what, you know, what's the sun situation? What, you know, what's, you need to know all of these different wow. elements before you even think about putting a, a plant in the ground. Yeah. So um, she wanted to come and look and see, you know, as I said, what we were working with. So she came and she said the soil was really great. And I was like, awesome. And then she showed me how to like repot stuff. And she showed me how to do, uh, uh, do a certain kind of weeding using a trowel, which is like those little short, those little handheld shovel looking oh, mm-hmm. things. And I was just so excited. I was like, oh my God, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. So long story short, I, 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 I'd gotten some, some, 
some plants from the grocery store. And then I got some plants and some tools from Walmart. And then every time I go to the grocery store, because they still have plants outside, they're like, oh my God, I got to get more plants. So I haven't planted them yet because um, I haven't planted them yet because it's still kind of cold. Like, so I had to figure out, so in, in the United States or probably around the world, they have planting zones. So depending on where you live, um, you're going to have different climate things. You know, you might have more sun or you might have more you know, winter, blah, blah, blah. So you have to know what your zone is and then you can plant certain plants. Certain plants will grow in better um, in particular zones. So I'm still getting to the magic part, I promise you. So I have found through this process, like gardening is now my new passion. <laughs> And I still haven't planted a seed yet. I'm still just focused on the plants in my that are still in pot because, like I said, I can't I can't repot them in the ground yet because there's what they call the the average last frost date or something like that. Okay. Depending where you live, if there's a possibility that there might be a frost, you do not want to plant put your plants in the ground because they could die if a frost comes. So because I have my plants out now, yeah. I have to bring them inside if it feels like it's going to get too cold. So, so it's a little bit of an in and out thing. So then you bringing them out in their pots and keeping them in there. So you haven't planted them yet. Yes. So you bring them out in their pots to go hang out like, hey, this is what yes. like. And then yes. you bring them in and be like, no, no, mama wants you to stay warm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But for the most part, they but they're out all day though. I mean, as long yeah. as, as long as the temperature, temperature doesn't go down too low, yeah. um, they can just stay out there, you know, and they can take the rain and, and whatever. And they really like it out there, which is, which is great. So I haven't done any seeds yet just because I'm still figuring out how plants work. Like, like, what do I do with these plants? Right. So I have, I feel like gardening is a metaphor for so many things, but definitely magic. Mm. Because when you think about a new moon, for example, oh, because also I think people plant seeds during the new moon. So I'm thinking I'm waiting until that happens as well. But when it's a new moon, we are often planting our intentions, you know, or whatever it is that we want to manifest. The new moon is a very fertile time. So think of, think of, when you want to manifest something, you think about the garden of your mind, the garden of your life. You're saying, okay, I want to manifest a new apartment. I want to manifest, you know, a new job or lover or whatever. These are, I, I see the gardening metaphor now wherever I go. And I'm probably really boring because of that or really kind of nutty. I don't know. It depends. Um, because I feel like you know, when you set your intention, you're basically planting a seed in the realm of possibility. You're saying, you know, I just have this idea, this thing that I want, this outcome that I'm trying to make, that is a seed. That is a seed that is coming from your brain, from your heart, and you are planting it in the realm of possibility. And, but that's not the end, you know, of, of your magic, you know, of, of your gardening, because you still have to nurture your intention, you still have to, you have to water it. You have to, you know, you have to keep giving it positive thoughts and um, like fertilizer. Maybe you're like, you're giving it like little extra, you know, you might be using like vision boards or candles. Those are things that are helping your, your intention happen. But then you also have to watch out for things like, um, like bugs and critters. And those things are your fears. You know, because or or naysayers. So you have to like battle those things. So you have an intention of, oh yeah, I want to get this, I, I want to buy a house, but then you have like these little people, like aka your frenemies, who are like, Who are you? Who do you think that you can get a new house? You know your credit's bad, girlfriend. You know, whatever. Those are you have to get rid of those those negative influences. And those are just like pests, those pests that are eating up your plants, up your yeah. leaves. And um And, but once you do all these different things, if you keep focused, you keep watering your, your intention, Mm -hmm. eventually you can get what you want. You can manifest that. It can grow and blossom into 
your your you know your your manifestation coming true. So I see I I feel like oh and the and the other thing about plants and magic um you don't always see the progress right away. You know, it's just like when you like you know like when you you plant a seed or you you there's something that you want and you're like well I don't see it yet I don't see it yet I don't see it yet all of that happens in the darkness you know all of this is like slow growth and we have to be patient we have to wait for things to come to fruition and it's also like trusting that it's yes. happening yes and, and also like with the weeding too is like when you're spending all the time you got to weed out everything get it out the way clear as clear as you can yes that yes it is fertile for you to plant for you to for you to plant it oh weeding oh my god yes that's perfect yes weeding all of those those doubts there yeah. you go so that's another one i mean we did a lot of weeding for this garden and you can't plant stuff without it and so the same thing with your with your dream if if you if there's something that you want to create you can't hang around with people who are going to be negative and going to be not helping you or serving your highest good right. those are weeds those are weeds in your life and the ones who are like really toxic those are the pests and you gotta like you know you gotta cut them off so yeah. I see the metaphor for gardening and everything. So now I'm like, gardening is life. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. And um, I found this meme that I, I put on my, um, on, on my, and I now even have like a, a, a witchy garden IG because it's really, I just really wanted to focus on that and not like bore everybody with all of my little plant pictures. And what, um, and what is that? Oh, it's called my witchy garden. Mm. Yeah. So, but also I want to be, I also want to use it to talk about witchy plants. So yeah. all of these different uh, herbs that I'm growing, they all are, they are a witchy uh they have witchy uses, witchy, um, you know, like rosemary, thyme. Those are the big ones. You know, sage, garden sage, um, lavender. These basil. are all. What's that? Did you say basil? Oh, um, I didn't say, but yes, basil is also one of those 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 herbs, and those are like ones that people are really familiar with. Yeah. Oh, but I also have rue. Rue, I'm really proud about I, that one. I had to mail for because you can just get that easily, and I, I went to a nursery in Westchester and they didn't have it. So I had to order it from California and luckily it, it, it arrived, you know, fine and intact mm -hmm. and, and it's growing just lovely and I'm really happy about it. <laughs> and, um, but each of these different herbs and most of the herbs that you can think of also yeah. have a magical component. So I wanted to nurture these plants as, and as they grow. And um, I feel like that would make them even more magical because I'm having some kind of connection with them. I'm not just buying it in a, it's not just in a tin that you sprinkle out. It's something about like really getting involved and gardening. It's really being involved. <laughs> and actually I have some quotes for you that I found. Mm -hmm. So well, so yesterday in my witchy garden, uh, in my witchy garden IG, I found this meme and I just shared it. And it said, you are not a machine. You are more like a garden. You need different things on different days. Mm -hmm. A little sun today, a little less water tomorrow. You have fallow and fruitful seasons. It is not a design flaw. It is wiser than perpetual sameness. What does your garden need today? And before I answer that, there's another quote, and they kind of they kind of uh, meet. They, they they kind of work together. Mm -hmm. There's this proverb. It's I've heard that the Chinese said it. I've heard that the Dutch said said it. So I'm just going to call it anonymous. Um, but the, but the saying is, if you want to be happy for a day, get drunk. If you want to be happy for a year get married. But if you want to be happy for a lifetime, be a gardener. Mm. And so these two quotes work together because it's the concept of a gardener has to be very attentive to what is going on with all of their plants, you know, with whatever they're growing and being, you have to be mindful and then you have to, you have to react and you have, you know, you have to pay attention. So 
in that quote, when it says, you know, you need different things on different days, a little sun today, a little less water tomorrow. I'm learning about things like how often to water. Like I wasn't really good at watering. I thought I was watering enough, but turns out I was watering too much because it's not about the frequency. It's about the depth. So it's like, you need to soak your plants, Mm -hmm. but you just don't do it every day. So I say all of this stuff to come back to the magic part, because we're you and I, and anyone listening, we're always tending to something. We are tending to our lives in some form or another. And when in when this post asked the question, what does your garden need today? A couple of people actually responded. Someone said, my garden needs pasta today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. Someone else said, good sex. And I'm like, always. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, think about yourself as a plan. Think about what are your personal needs? Like, what do you need to be happy? There are times when you need to be outside. There's times when you need to just be away from everyone else and just leave me alone. You know, there's times when we, we just, it, like, it's all seasons. And again, as witches, spiritual practitioners, anyone who is in connection with the cycles of life, this is what makes it really important to pay attention to. Like, you know, we are not going to be on every day. You're not going to be, you know, like, go, 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 go. Sometimes you're going to be like, I need to chill today. Yeah. Other times you're like, I'm on fire. And sometimes you need a break. You know, you sometimes you need to get that facial and that massage. <laughs> you need to be pampered, pamper mm-hmm. me, you know, and then other times you might feel the need to pamper someone else. You know, it's all up to you. And um, I feel as, as I'll say witches, just because, you know, you don't have you or anyone else does not have to take on the word witches. But I think if you're listening to this podcast, you, you will have an understanding of what I mean. We are so very mindful and aware of the cycles of life, whether it's our astrological cycles, you know, whether it's the moon or uh, seasons of the year, which is cycle, which is holidays. Sabbaths. Sabbaths, there you go. The wheel of the year, there we go. Um, we're often very, very connected to that. And I think to be a good spiritual practitioner is to be, you don't have to be a gardener, but you do need to pay attention to those cycles and you need to respect them. You know, there's, there's a new moon and there's the full moon. And then there's all these other phases in between there. There's your personal cycle. There's also your menstrual cycle. If you are a woman and we have to honor these different cycles and that also goes into, um, you know, different plants and um, paying attention to what a particular plant means to you. So let's, let's get, let me get back into magical associations with plants. So I said earlier that plants, most plants have a, a spiritual connotation to them. And that's why we use them in spells and it amplifies your intention. Now you can totally do a candle spell. And for a long time, I only use candles. Like Mm -hmm. I would light my candle and I would say my intentions and that was it. And, And they still worked. Yeah. But since, since learning more about plants and herbs, I started learning about the different associations. So then I started adding those things to my candle spells. So for example, rosemary is good for is they people they meant they mentioned things like remembrance hmm. and but it's also good for protection. And then there is rue, for example, that's another herb. It's good for protection, but it's like another level of protection. And things like it's used for breaking hexes or repelling the evil eye. So while it's protection, it's another layer of protection. Yeah. Um, you know, we think of roses, right? Roses are, are beautiful. Yeah. Um, they have, it has a high vibration similar to selenite. You know, I know crystals are your thing. So 
as selenite is a high vibration crystal, roses are a high vibration flower or a high vibration plant. And it's good for it's good for love and it's also good for healing. Mm-hmm. It's probably good for protection too, because I think all of those high vibration um, plants and crystals often have uh, a protection element to them as well. Mm-hmm. Basil, I believe might also include prosperity. Um, I've heard time used in like business success. Mm-hmm. And what else did I mention? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, lavender, lavender. A lot of people know lavender. Lam- lavender is calming, mm-hmm. and, so, and so is chamomile. You know, so it's it's uh it's got a those both chamomile and lavender have like a calming effect. So it's good to um so it's good to know like and to it's good to study the different plants. And to find out what their meaning is or, or what their significance, their their spiritual significance is. Yeah. Now, I was thinking about last week, our, our last podcast, when we were talking about, we were talking about crystals. Yeah. And we were talking about like how you might not connect with a particular crystal. It right. happens with plants too. Hmm. Yes. Yes. So you know I never even thought of connecting the plants. So that's interesting. So tell me more. Yeah. So when, for when, when I used to look at spell books, like before I was really doing anything. So I was always really focused on love and sex spells, you know, before I was even doing them, I was always reading about them. Yeah. Yeah. It probably didn't surprise anybody, but anyway, um, I would always read about Damiana, Damiana, this Damiana, that it's supposed to be this great sex herb, you know, sex, magical herb. And I'm like, Ooh, Ooh, whenever I start to do spells, I'm going to be using Damiana. So I went to a botanica or some, um, store that sells like, you know, herbs of all kinds, not just magical herbs. There are places like, um, flower power, for example, in New York city that it's just floor to ceiling loose herbs it's like heaven and they're not just used for uh some people use them straight for medicinal purposes Mm -hmm. um but you know those who know know like people aren't going to flower power necessarily for cooking okay (laughs) they're going there because they're looking for a particular herb that they can't get from the grocery store that have medicinal and or magical Mm -hmm. purposes so when I found Flower Power, and there's so many different stores, you know, that they're available. And I think Mountain Herbs, Blue Mountain Herbs, I think that's the name. That's also a, a place available online. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went to Flower Power or wherever, and I got some Damiana, and I was like, all right, my love spells are going to be on and popping. <laughs> and nothing really happened. So when I used them, I didn't have any kind of... Oh. nothing really it, it didn't really work you know it didn't really mm-hmm. have the effect that I was hoping for and, and I was just like I don't know is it me I you know so when we were so when we were talking about crystals it, it occurred to me wait a second this also happens with mm. it also happens with herbs now later on I was reading about a different herb or a spice called cubeb berries c-u-b-e-b berries they look like well they're actually in the pepper family okay and so that looks like little peppercorns Mm -hmm. but they have like a little tail on them Mm -hmm. and they have a particular spiritual their their spiritual association is lust so when i tried a spell with using cubeb that works i'm like hey (laughs) me and cubeb like that so i learn that oh okay so you can have different reactions or you can have different you know relationships with different herbs so that was that was a very interesting thing to do now another kind of side tangent that i want to take you on was something that one of my other witchy teacher friends uh was talking about on on um on ig her name is crow and she's a teacher and she had this really great post about asking if you do use plants, are you using them or are you 
communicating with them. So, yeah. So meaning when are you just using the plants? Like she was thinking of them as are you honoring the spirit of the plant when you are doing your magic? And Mm. yeah like like are you just you like are you just saying okay here's here's some rosemary here's some, here's some basil i'm just gonna throw that in there um or are you thanking mm-hmm. the herb for what it's bringing to your spell like are you really connecting to it yeah. and i thought wow that's really interesting and i think as humans we can we can often get into that place of I'm just using this. I'm I'm using this, but using in a kind of selfish way that I'm not thinking about. I want to use this herb because it's important. I'm not thinking about what it means to the environment if I if I use it a lot, or am I just being selfish? Like, the, like think of it as an entity. Don't think of it as just like, these. As if you're like using like using a person to get what you want. Yes, yes. And she really blew my mind with that conversation. And I'd like to think that I, when we talked about like programming uh, crystals, for example, I like to think that I thank the herb, you know, like, thank you so much for your protection. Like I, that's part of my, I say like your word is your wand. So I feel like just like the programming, the crystals, you're, you're being very specific and, you know, and you're saying, this is what I would like you to do, but also just honoring the spirit of the plant, not just using it like we're using another person. And and this is like, Ooh, something to think about and something to think about. So um, I want to be a mindful plant ally i guess mm-hmm. i mean it, it sounds like oh my god it's like so 2000 you know like what it, you know it's very um you know i don't want to get canceled by the plants um <laughs> <laughs> but but to respect the plant to respect yeah. the spirit of the plant and the other question she was asking so you know that my my one of my favorite uh plant reference guides is uh cunningham's Encyclopedia of Magical Herbs by Scott Cunningham. He's written gazillions of books on magic. And that book is like great reference. It mentions just each, every, almost every plant you could think of. What are their, uh, their spiritual uh, associations, how they're used, you know, smoke it, drink it, burn it, you know, whatever, you know, as an incense, all the different ways you could use it. They're, they're, uh, their gender, also what el- like what element they're related to, what planet they're related to, and that way, if you're using these kind of, if you're using herbs in your spells, yeah. you can be really mindful of of what you're picking and choosing. And so, Crow was also saying in this post, when you choose a plant for or an herb for your spell, are you invoking the spirit of the plant, or are you invoking Scott, Scott Cunningham? I was like, that was deep. Let me repeat that one more time. Are you invoking the spirit of the plant or are you invoking Scott Cunningham? In other words, are you just doing this plant? Are you just choosing this plant because Scott Cunningham said that it, that's what it's good for mm-hmm. or are you really making a connection to the plant itself and asking it to to bring its power into your working i gotta say that blew my mind mm. i'm like Whew, wow i hadn't really thought of it that way yeah. and and similar to what we said about crystals many plants and herbs have more than one you know, more than one use. So yeah, you do want to be specific and say, I am asking for this particular help from you, you know? So it was, it was, it was a lot of food for thought. Um, and also I want to say like, that could be for anything. Like, yeah. are you invoking because this is what someone else thinks or said mm-hmm. that it's for? Or is it because, I mean that, all right, I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. Are you are you doing it because someone else said it? Yeah. Or are you doing it because you have a connection to that plant, that tool? And I think I've been thinking a lot about the term, the word sovereignty. I'm reading this other book now, Rebel Witch. Mm. 
Mm. And it's, uh, I think, Kellyanne Maddox is the author. And she uses the term sovereignty to talk about choosing your own or creating your own magical practice. Like, what are you, are you doing stuff just because people tell you to do it? Mm -hmm. And the purpose of this book is for you to develop your own sovereignty. Mm -hmm. So that means the more sovereignty you have in yourself, the more, the more independence you have in thought, the more confident you can feel about the work that you're doing. So, mm mm-hmm. Can you define sovereignty? Yes. Yes, I can, because I was definitely looking that up in the dictionary. Mm -hmm. Sovereignty means self-governing. Sovereignty is like independent thought. Like when you think about like a sovereign nation, that means they're not depending on some other country. So it's like being having dominion over over yourself. And so if you're listening and you consider yourself to be, you know, a magical person, spiritual person, someone who manifests things, that means you have to own your power. You have to own your own sovereignty. You cannot spend your time wondering about what did this person say? Well, does this person think that? And you see this a lot in online. You see it a lot in Facebook groups. Well, what do you think about? It doesn't matter what I think. What do you think? What do you think about what that candle means? What do you think about? Do you do you believe that that sign that you got was related to an outcome that you were trying to manifest? Or is it just gas? You know, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) and so I think for spiritual people, Having sovereignty is so very, very important. Forget like spiritual people. We'll talk about people who want to manifest things. If yeah. you want to bring something to life, you can't be dependent on someone else's opinion. Right. You have to do what you have to do. And I just love, so that word sovereignty has been just rolling on my tongue all week because if if it's not something you could teach someone else, they have to get it themselves. I mean, you can learn, you could definitely learn everything that you need to know about plants, about crystals, about candles, but at some point you're going to have to do some rituals yourself. You're going, you're going to have to take action and you need to be able to take action and leave the doubts behind. You need to be able to accept that this is what I'm doing. This is it. And so what, you know, but you have to try, it's, it's trust, it's trusting in yourself, trusting in your choices. So we're talking about herbs today, but it doesn't have to be just about herbs, but sovereignty is so important because if you don't have that, it doesn't matter. It just, it, it doesn't matter you if you're doing spells, anything. right? Right. Like if you, if you do a spell and then, um, the next, like if you spend an hour doing a ritual, but you spend the next two weeks wondering, did I do it right? Did I do it right? Oh my goodness, I did this thing. Uh huh. Uh, you are undoing your magic. That is the opposite of yeah. sovereignty. So, whether it comes, whether we're talking about crystals or whether we're talking about herbs, it's all about your choices. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to use herbs. You can use just candles. And I guess it's, it's, it's like trusting your own decision, trusting your own mind, trusting your own heart to say, I want this thing, or I want to do this a certain way, full stop. And if you don't like it, so what? And, and also back to the whole sovereignty thing. Now I'm fired up. Um, you know, there's a lot of people I feel online looking for validation. And that is also the opposite of sovereignty. What am I doing this right? Or can I do this thing or can I not do this thing? Right. Or they'll take a spell or they'll get it from someone else. And they'll mm-hmm. be like, well, I don't have this ingredient. Can I use this one? Like, what feels good? What yeah. feels good to you? There is no right. There is no wrong. It's just like, what does, what feels good for you? Exactly. Exactly. And I feel like I have, I've done a lot of that in my life, just sort of, it's just kind of like, well, I don't have that. So I'm going to use this and just see what happened. And I think that's a lot of it too. Trial and error. 
you know, if you feel like, okay, I really feel that this is what I'm going to do. I think this is the right thing to do, or this is all that I have. So I'm just going to use that. And then lo and behold, oh my goodness, it was successful, you know? So it's like trusting. And so there's just, I think a, a lot of, you know, new witches, especially, they're quick to doubt themselves. But the thing is, you've got to have that sovereignty. You've got to have that confidence and and trusting that what that your intention yeah. is going to get you to the outcome that you want. Because it's really all about intention. I mean, there are people who will tell you that you don't need candles. Mm-hmm. You don't need herbs and crystals. You just need to have a strong intention and a strong focus. And you know what? I believe that. That's not how I do my magic, but Mm -hmm. I believe it's possible. I believe that if you are focused on what it is that you want, you can make something happen. But if, you know, but I feel I like using candles and herbs and crystals, and I like having my altar of of, of power with all my goodies on it, and it makes me feel fantastic. But if I did, if, if I had to give those things up today, I still feel that my intention would win out. And I feel I use, I do less spells these days than I ever did because I personally feel that my personal magic has it going on. (laughs) 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 What I say goes, but I really do appreciate, you know, the candles and the herbs and the crystals. Yeah. 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 So, you know, you just have to own it, own whatever you're doing. And, and don't feel like you have to ask people all the time. Exactly. And even if you don't own it, like just do it anyway. Yes. Because like if you keep doing it, keep practicing it, and then you'll see results little by little. You'll gain that confidence by doing it, not just keep thinking and researching and studying. You have to actually do the thing. Like exactly. Actually, like Carla can't sit back and be like, yeah, I want a garden, keep reading about it and never <laughs> have any planted or done anything. Be like, yep, you know, put, put up pictures. It's like actually you have to go out there and weed and plant and get the person that can't pronounce the title right now and like you know do the things to get it going i mean it's through trial and error because no one no one got you're not going to get good at something by not doing it absolutely you're preaching today exactly (laughs) and because it's a craft just like witchcraft it's it's a craft because you you are so right you just hit it right on the head shoshana because what we do is a craft and I'm not saying witchcraft or spiritual practitioner. You don't have to have a name to it, but it is a craft and crafts only improve when you do it over and over and over again. It's not about, Oh, I'm just going to look at pictures. What you said about the garden was perfect. It's like, you don't just look at pictures and say, okay, I'm a gardener. No, you become a gardener or you become a a, a magician or a magical person because you've done spells, because you've practiced things, you've done rituals, you've actually studied things. I was saying, right. Practice. Practice. Exactly. But that is the part about craft. A craft is you are always getting better at it. It's not about I'm reading about it or I'm looking at it. I'm, I'm, actually doing it yeah so when you do spells and some work and some won't and this is how you learn how your power how how your power works just because because you do it so yeah. there's there's no, no yeah shortcut. so just do it yeah there's no shortcut you just got to do it yeah <laughs> i don't know we got from plants herbs to sovereignty to here <laughs> i know i know but i feel like it's so you know but as I said, I feel like gardening is a metaphor for everything, you know, yeah, gardening is life. Gardening is definitely life. And I feel that magic is also related to gardening and I can find metaphors. You know, if you give me enough time, I can find a metaphor in there somewhere, but it's, it's, it's all about planting seeds. We're planting yeah. seeds. So like, if you're, if you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking, Oh, but I wanted to know about what this particular uh, you know, what, what does this particular herb mean? That's really not where I'm, I guess it's not really where I'm going today. Mm-hmm. I would say, go ahead and get um, Cunningham's Encyclopedia of Magical Herbs and, and it will tell you. But what's most important is, do you know yourself? Do you know to trust yourself when you choose these particular herbs? Do you know to, to make a choice and let it and, and leave it? You know, not to go back and, oh, can I use this? Can I use that? Try it. 
Try and see. And mm-hmm. also, when we talk about herbs and plants, I don't want guys to think it's just. I don't. Don't forget about this. The the fruits as well. Oh yes, yes, yes. Fruits. That's you can when you're thinking about. Well, yeah, like apples. Apples are love. Oranges are courtship, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, bananas. I don't know what those are, but but they are good phallic symbols. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh um but yeah so then there's also like at one point i did look up like cherry blueberry and raspberry because i have those teas and peas and at one point i knew what they meant when i bought them but i have no idea what they are now um but that's how i use um in my we'll say my daily practice is drinking those teas with those intentions i haven't done in a while but that's one of the things that i that i do every so often is put my intention in that fruit tea stir it up for what it is and then drink it and then my magic is done look at you shoshana see here you are making me making it sound like you don't know anything about plants that whole tea ritual right there Mm -hmm. so tell us again tell us tell us again how you would Use your tea rituals. Look at you. I want to hear it. I think, don't quote me on this. I think okay. peaches for love, but I'm not uncertainly sure or dating or something like that. Mm-hmm. So then I have um certain tea in the bag. I buy it. It's country peach and I put it, you know, and then I set my intention for if it's for love and like, you know, self-love for today. And I, you know, um, spin it around in with the spoon for like maybe three or four, however many times I feel like it saying it and thinking about it. And I also do, I'm also a Reiki practitioner. So I Reiki it as ah. well. And then after I'm done, I say, all right, so mode it be, and then I drink it and we're done. Oh, I had no idea. Look at you with your little witchy tea self. <laughs> <laughs> you know, back to gardening. I've heard, I've read about people who have like tea gardens. So they, oh. They have gardens where they grow only herbs that they're going to use as teas. So, mm. yeah. So, so, now tell me a little more about your Reiki tea. So, you, you'd add Reiki energy to your tea? So, Reiki is, you know, energy everywhere. And so, it's from Universal Force. So, I just have it in my hand. I put the cup mm-hmm. and everything. In my, well, not directly on my hand. Like, put my um, hands around the cup. Mm-hmm. the bottom of burn it up mm-hmm. and then i just <laughs> and then i just like send that positive energy to it depending on if i have a certain um uh, intention for it or maybe i'll just like you know just to heighten whatever the intention of the tea is mm-hmm. whatever fruit that i use oh that's great so it sounds a little similar well i mean it's not similar but the idea that I think in our hands, we have a lot of power in it, especially if we, you know, if we recognize it. And so what I will do is like, I will rub my hands together Mm. and then I will like place my hand, like even just rubbing your hands together. If you're listening, rub your hands together. When you rub your hands together, you can, and and you hold your, your palms, you know, in front of each other, you can almost feel, no, you can feel your hands tingling, but almost like the energy going to each other or the you know the energy coming from your hands so after rubbing my hands together i will place my hands on the like on top of the plants or the herbs before i use them so that's good for either blessing them thanking them for you know whatever uh use that i'm you know i'm asking them for and um that adds like this extra strong blessing, but that's also coming from me. So that this is when you are working with that plant energy. So here it is, you're drinking your tea or I'm getting ready to put herbs in a, you know, in a spell or use it in a ritual. And by placing our hands on it, we're also adding our personal energy into the plant. So we're working together. So I think that's like, it's so powerful when you do that. And it's, much more what's the word i don't know but it but it feels much more powerful than just drinking tea and not being mindful about it like oh you know i like this peach tea oh it's really good that's it you know but being mindful taking that time to think about what the peach or the blueberry the raspberry think about what it means and to be present it's so important to be present in in the moment and as you know magical people it's very important that we do that because there's so much going on in the world and there's so much happening within us. And there's so much energy that we are able to tap. If we only know what's there only, you know, only if we, if we stop to, 
to tap into, you know, our personal power. And I guess it's really what I'm all, what I, what I'm kind of going on about today is tapping into your personal power, whether you're using herbs, whether you're using crystals or candles, Mm -hmm. these things are tools, but ultimately there's this energy that is within you and you have to trust that it's there. So I have watched um, The Witch of Wonderlust on YouTube. And um, she says, she says, you are the tool. Yes. Yes. I like that. What's the name again? Witch of Wonderlust? Witch of Wonderlust. Is this a YouTube person? Yes. Okay. I will go and find her. Yes. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. And I always liked that when she said that, because when I was first starting, I was like, I don't know what that means. But like, as... I've come more into it. I'm like, oh, I, I am the tool. Like, as you're saying, I am the person. And there's another, I don't remember her name, but another witch I follow. I follow a lot of witches on YouTube. Me too, me too. And um, she, she calls herself a mind witch. Oh. Where she just use, I, you know, just use in your mind and your intention. And I actually really resonate with that. Mm-hmm. But of course, I love my crystals and, and things. And I use herbs when I do. I did an apartment spell, which worked out really well. Oh. And I used herbs and in, in things with my candle magic. And I timed it with the with astrology. It just it was perfect. And so I love using all those all those tools, tools. And I think of it as combining my energy with the energies of things that I'm using. So it's not mm-hmm. I'm using these other things, these all other natural ingredients to help. And all of our energy together is just pushing my my intention forward. Absolutely. Because I feel like you're probably the biggest part of the spell. You know, when I said like, uh, you know, if you're taking a spiritual bath, you're the largest ingredient, but right. forget the, the bath part. You yourself, there's still like all the different elements, earth, water, fire, air are all in space. Uh, yeah. Spirit. They're all contained within you, mm-hmm. you know, the person. So when we use these other tools they're amplifying us so it's like you can't put all of your energy you can't put all of your hope in just the plants or just the crystals or just this what this person said on youtube it's about owning that power that is within you and 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 all those other things are just amplifying you they're just like wow 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 like like uh, i'm imagining like your aura glowing and just vibing because of all of these other things but you have to have you right so yeah. i you know I, I have to check out the, the that mind which because you know as i was saying earlier there's people who believe that you don't need all that other stuff and and i feel like i have been successful in many things not because I did spells, but because I believed that something was possible. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I'm not the only one who could do that. So, you know, own your power and, and you can make stuff happen without candles. But as you said, we like those things. Yeah, they're, they're nice and cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So when you're sitting, so my sun sign is a Taurus. And so we Taurus are supposed to be like, really the leaders in wanting to farm um but i am the leader in murdering plants that are supposed to be uh murderable um so i have murdered uh oh one plant uh rosa jericho oh. <laughs> i have i had two of those i murdered them within a week uh. i've had succulents one just he just finally kicked the bucket i just it's not for me so when you talk about going your garden, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna have to live vicariously through you because I just that's just not something that I'm that I'm good at at the moment, and nor do I have any interest. I don't know if I'm gonna follow your path, and then later on, ten years later, I'm gonna be like, well, everybody, here's my garden. <laughs> you know, who knows? Who knows? I mean, you don't have to be into gardening. You don't like it's not a requirement. But I had another thought, another thing where I feel like magic and gardening are very similar. I feel that way back in the day, tens and thousands of years ago, our ancestors, they grew everything. We don't have to. Right. We, you know, so the idea of our ancestors having a black thumb, it doesn't happen because they lived outside, they lived on the land, they lived by the land. There were plants and there's animals. And it's like, if you couldn't get your stuff working, you weren't gonna eat. So the concept of having a black thumb, I think that just because we don't have to grow things. Mm -hmm. And and, um, similarly with magic, I feel that tens and thousands of years, people used more things that we now refer to as magic, but people, are under the false belief that that 
they can't do these things. But no, I think I think everyone's ancestor. I think I think we all have ancestors who perform magic in some way yeah. and we all have different talents. So this doesn't mean that everyone was this doesn't mean that everyone was good at the same magical skill but i feel everyone was practicing magic back then there was before christianity all there was was pagan you know Mm -hmm. pagan just means pre-christian and there were a lot of pagans so there was so i feel that everyone has pagan roots and everyone has agrarian roots but just because you personally at this moment you feel like and you, I mean, the royal you, not you, Shoshana. Um, if you don't feel that you're good at growing plants, it's just only because you don't have to or you're not into it. And I feel like last year, the the things that I grew last year, they were okay for a little bit. And then I wasn't really into it like I'm in it this year. Mm-hmm. And also, I only had like a couple of plants. And it's kind of hard to be consistent. Well, it was hard for me to be consistent when I only had a couple of plants. Mm-hmm. Now that I've gone full hog, I have several plants. So I'm calling yeah. them, I refer to them as the class of 2021, you know? So I'm like, I'm looking at them every day and I'm like, Oh, how are you doing today? I haven't named them yet, but I've been thinking about names. Oh. So mm-hmm. what kind of plants do you have? Oh, Oh, so the, the so that's the, the, the rue time, lavender basil i also have a purple basil um lavender did i say that already rue lemon balm oh and i have lemon balm as well yes so those are those are the main um plants that i have now and i picked them all because they had magical they they have magical you know connotations so i figured by having them all having several plants and having to look at them every day i'm much more mindful last year is kind of like oh shoot i forgot to water my plants oh shoot they're dead you know <laughs> it was like oh oh so i had to really be in it like i couldn't yeah. go half when i feel like when i was going halfway um you know it was easy for me to kill them you know because i'd forget oh shoot you know but now i'm like i'm going online and looking up youtube videos on how to water properly you know it's it's i got a compost bin and i'm i just went the other other way i went kind of gung-ho but it's fine it's fine but i feel like in order so to think about like it's same thing with magic you know like we can't just dabble we either have to be in it or not in it and so same thing with gardening growing your own plants you can't just dabble. You can't just say, oh, here, here's a, here's a plant and I'm going to go off on a vacation for three weeks and not have any plan for them. So you have to look at them and pay attention to what's going on. Oh, look at those tips. Those tips are looking a little brown today. Oh, what does that mean? Okay. Then I go and look that up and turns out, oh, I need to give it more water, you know, or, you know, that that means that it's too much fertilizer and salt built up in the soil. So there's all these different things that I could not know or would not know because I wasn't all in. Mm. Same thing with magic. You can't just dabble in it. You have to be, you have to make your choice and be all in and live your magical life, you know, and having your teas and um, doing your other rituals. And that's how we get, again, with that whole craft, it, it we get better at it the more we do. We can't just put a picture on the wall and be like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm going to be a gardener one day. That's not how it works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, um, is there any anything else you'd like to tell us, uh, Carla, about no gardening nope. is life. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> gardening is life. Okay. Well, you know, I definitely took some notes. I think the um, are you invoking because you believe are you invoking because of this person and that is a takeaway for me and also the sovereignty and being being uh, having dominion over yourself i think that's very important and i look forward to going to with my witchy garden on instagram to look and see where you are in your plant progress and be like oh i'm always cheering you on like get yeah, go harla <laughs> <laughs> well thank you well, thank you day to day we'll see you know you just never know <laughs> Exactly. So you dear listeners, if you have your garden and um, we'd love for you to actually come into the Marie Lizzo's Magical Family Facebook group and tell us about your plans, share your photos so we can cheer you on as well. Because as the weather is getting 
better over here in the northeast part of the United States. It is time for flowers to start blooming and all that stuff that I don't even know about. So let me stop talking about it. But thank you guys so much for listening. Yay! Yay! Thanks for listening to us. Please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you love this episode, and we know you did, please share and tell all your spiritual friends. If you have a question or comment, or just want to tell us how fantabulous we are, please send all praise to witchyandwoo at gmail. That's W-I-T-C-H-Y-A-N-D-W-O-O at gmail.com. You can also join the Red Soul Flower Magic Family Facebook group to continue the conversation. Until next time, may your manifestations come to fruition.